What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So yesterday was quite a whirlwind of a day. I mean, it began with not knowing where Ioannis Cespedes was. The, the Mets didn't know. They, they released a statement saying that as of game time, Ioannis Cespedes has not reported to the ballpark today. He did not reach out to management with any explanation for his absence. Our attempts to contact him have been unsuccessful. So obviously when you read a statement like that, and when you hear something like that, you start to get concerned because people are wondering, where is Ioannis Cespedes? Is he safe? Is he okay? Is he alive? Because, I mean, last time we heard something like this was last year with Tyler Skaggs. When Tyler Skaggs uh, was found, you know, dead in his hotel room in, in Texas. So you obviously take statements like this very seriously. So basically the, the Mets sent security to Cespi's room and they found that he wasn't even there anymore. So once the Mets called his agent, his agent had then told the team that Cespedes had opted out for the season, had decided not to play the rest of the season. And that's pretty weird. I don't know why Cespedes would do it that way. There must be something going on. I don't know if you want to opt out, why you would just completely ghost the team like that. I mean, uh, that's not very professional, quite frankly. Not sure why he would do it. Um, but this is presumably the end of Johannes Cespedes's Mets career because his contract sets expire at the end of this season. And I really don't know why this happened. I mean, it, it was so weird. I mean, it's a contract year for him. Um, you know, he's obviously going to forfeit the prorated amount of his $11 million base salary for this season. You know, his, it's just been really weird. It's been a weird relationship between the Mets and Cespedes. You know, ever since he had that uh, injury two years ago that, you know, made him miss a lot of time, it doesn't appear that he opted out in relation to an existing health condition. Obviously, um, he could have just been concerned about COVID-19 in general. But, you know, if he was concerned about COVID-19 initially, why didn't he opt out? Then obviously he has the right to opt out any time. It's just weird that he did it with by ghosting a team did it with you know silence like this it's it's weird it's weird but i mean the mets are going to be able to to deal with this at least i mean they do have a pretty decent position player group that can give them some dh and left field options i mean sespi has been up to a slow start this year i mean he struck off 15 times in 34 play appearances and he was hitting just a buck 61 so i mean you're most likely going to see Dom Smith handling most of the DH duty from now on, and then J.D. Davis will probably be the regular left fielder. But we're going to have to wait and see what happens with Cespedes because this is going to be the first winter that he's going to hit the open market and become a free agent. Um, so, I mean, we'll see. I mean, he has a track record of success, but the injuries have, have kind of derailed the last few years of his career. I mean, this was the year for him to prove that he was healthy, but he's opted out. So anyone who's interested in, in him this offseason is going to have to take a bit of a gamble. So, yeah, weird circumstance yesterday. In other news, Aaron Judge is a monster. Um, he carried the Yankees to a sweep of the Red Sox last night. Um, I mean, six home runs in five games. He had two more home runs last night. I mean, he extended his career best streak by homering in his fifth consecutive game. 
And then he had a go-ahead blast in the eighth inning and helped the Yankees win 9-7 in a slugfest at Yankee Stadium. Um, the Yankees have won six straight games, and they have a 7-1 record, which equals the best eight-game start in franchise history. They're absolutely clicking on all cylinders. I mean, like, Judge is the first Yankee to homer in five straight games since A-Rod in 2007. And if, if you weren't aware, 2007 was the year A-Rod won the MVP. So, you know, Judge is definitely making a, a nice little run for, for MVP right now because we have to remember. 7-1, and one, that's a phenomenal record in, in a 60-game season. Uh, I mean, you're only going to need like 30-something wins to punch your ticket to the playoffs. Uh, so the Yankees are, are well on their way. But, yeah, it was – he's just making it look easy. Uh, Luke Voigt also went deep yesterday. I mean, there were six home runs hit in yesterday's game across both teams. Uh, Luke Voigt hit one of those um, uh, to tie the game. Xander Bogarts had a big day for the Red Sox. Four hits yesterday, including two home runs. Uh, and you actually thought the Red Sox were going to win because, you know, they jumped out to a nice lead, got a lot of cushion from Bogey. But, you know, four for four. Three RBIs is not enough from Xander Bogarts. As um, James Paxton gave up three earned runs in three innings, Michael King, two earned runs in three and two-thirds. But then, you know, the Bronx Bombers do what they do best. And, yeah, that's just hitting home runs. That's what they've been doing. In other news, Albert Pujols is now just two home runs behind Willie Mays. He had a home run yesterday, a 437-foot grand slam for the Angels. He's he's nearing Hall of Famer Willie Mays. You know, that's a huge, huge name, obviously. Willie Mays has 660 total career home runs. And now after Pujols granny yesterday, he's at 658. And Mays is fifth all time. So which obviously means that um Mr Mr uh Albert Pujols is sixth all time. But it looks like he's gonna pass me at least catch Willie Mays, and then pass him this year. Two to two to tie, three to pass. Something to definitely keep an eye on. But um, the the Angels actually lost this game. The Astros won six to five in Anaheim. Clayton Kershaw made his season debut. You know, finally healthy. Um, you know, he was supposed to start opening day, but um, you know, he was scratched for Dustin May due to some. He was some back soreness. He's been having some back issues for a few years now. But he, he made his debut yesterday, and he looked good. Uh, actually, very good. Uh, five and two-thirds scoreless innings with six strikeouts and no walks in a 3-0 Dodgers win over the D-backs. I mean, with 10 games in the season, the Dodgers are playing 700 ball, and they have their ace back. I mean, what more could you ask for if you're L.A.? But he leads the way in a shutout, 3-0, uh, like I said, over... The D-backs, I mean, it, it wasn't vintage Kershaw because the Velo wasn't there. But, I mean, save for the Velo, everything else looked pretty good. I mean, his command was pinpoint. I mean, he's 90-92. And, um, you know, obviously that, that famous curveball was doing its thing. So, good outing from Clayton Kershaw. Another pitcher who's been really good so far is Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer, I mean, he dazzled for seven innings yesterday, helping the Reds shut out the Tigers four to nothing. Um, yeah, Trevor Bauer, you know, had that really big game, his his first 
his first start of the season. I mean, he was pitching on an extra day of rest, six days rest, but seven shutout innings for Bauer, allowing just two hits, and he had seven strikeouts. He retired the last 13 hitters he faced, and he was just dominating with his fastball and breaking ball. Trevor Bauer is the first Reds pitcher with a complete game shutout of seven innings or fewer since Matt Lacoste did it in 1980. But the the Reds improved to four and five. Another team that people want to see do really well. You know, I want to see him do well. I want to see some some Nick Castellanos and you know some Mike Mustakis guys like that on the big stage. I, I, I think we will. I mean, Castellanos was was doing his thing again. I mean, he's off to a hot start this year. But um, yeah, four nothing Reds over the Tigers. I mean, there are some other um, some other news and notes. I guess the, the one last thing I do want to touch on today was that there's a record broken yesterday by a little-known reliever. Tigers reliever Tyler Alexander, he's had one double-digit strikeout game in his t- entire pro career. I mean, he's averaged less than a strikeout per inning. He did that as a rookie last season. But yesterday, I mean, he, he turned a long relief appearance into strikeout history. He struck out the first nine batters he faced. In the first game of the doubleheader yesterday, the first doing that as a reliever, like whoa, the nine consecutive Ks are a major league record for a reliever. So that's what Tyler Alexander did yesterday. I mean, he he replaced Ronnie Garcia after Castellanos hit a second home run in the afternoon, and then um, Alexander proceeded to punch punch out nine batters in a row. I mean, he faced nine batters, he struck out all nine. So that's huge. That's huge. I mean, that's a, that ties an AL record um, for by striking out nine consecutive batters. So uh, they the Tigers actually announced that the the hat that Alexander wore was heading to the Baseball Hall of Fame, which is pretty special. So w- what exactly is the record? You might ask. What exactly is the record? Well, well, it's the most consecutive strikeouts by a major league reliever. Just thought I'd make that clear. But yeah, that's going to do it for today, ladies and gentlemen. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.